Welcome to the Elite Professionals in Coaching Podcast, hosted by Chris Aird, business owner and CEO of With Purpose, bringing you leadership, growth ideas, mindset transformation, and strategic information for the entrepreneurs, business owners, and community leaders. You will be encouraged, educated, and empowered to develop your people, implement your processes, and increase your income. Now get ready to listen to the newest episode of the Epic Podcast. Well, thanks for tuning in to another amazing episode of Epic Elite Professionals in Coaching brought to you by With Purpose. I am the host, Chris Aird, owner and CEO of With Purpose. And I have a very, very special guest today uh, for you as the listeners and for me on the podcast. Um, Help me um, introduce to you Jen Morales from Top Hatter. She is the office manager. And, uh, you know, basically, I'll tell you what, she's very eloquent in speaking. I've known her for quite some time now um, as we do some business networking together. And it's been a pleasure now to have you on this podcast. Jen, how are you? I'm wonderful. How are you doing, Chris? I am doing well. I cannot just tell you how excited I am to have on have you on here. Um, I think we're going to have an amazing conversation. And I think um, and I know that the listeners are going to be able to take some notes and and pull away with some uh, some nuggets of wisdom from you today. Are you ready to get started? Yes, it's always wonderful talking with you. Oh, thank you. All right, so dive in here, Jen, with us. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself personally, and then kind of morph that into uh, what you do for a living. Absolutely. So my name's Jen. I grew up in San Antonio, Texas, and came out here to Phoenix, Arizona when I was about 19. Um, I've had a passion for understanding how people work and why they do what they do. So that's been a lifelong pursuit of mine and delving into the neurology, the, the neurochemistry of all of it, and really just understanding people. Been doing that since I was about 15. Um, that led me to leadership positions at a very young age in restaurants. And then I worked for a big corporation for about 15 years. Um, going up the ranks and, you know, going up the ladder and in, in the journey of that, I was able to hone a ton of skills that I didn't realize how valuable they were. Um, about a year ago, I was given the opportunity to run my partner's company. His name's Steve, and he's the owner of the top hatter and, uh, The corporation I was working for just became too small for me. They wanted me to stay too small and not express myself and not share my gifts in their totality. So uh, it was the perfect timing for Steve and his company because he just bought this company. He had been running it for eight years and he, he was maxed out at his capabilities of growing and expanding and was just kind of lost in what to do. So Um, And I was ready to leave that corporation. And I came here to the Top Hatter and it was this expansive journey of freedom and really understanding the amount and depth of my skills and how they're able to serve this company in such a beautiful way. Um, Not just the company, but the clients as well as our team. And um, so in that, Uh, understanding how people work has helped me because using that with the, with this pure intention of genuinely wanting to serve is expansive all the way around. And so my partner and I, we, 
work together in running the top hatter. He's currently stepped away, which for any owner stepping away from your own company is terrifying. So walking through that has been, has been um, such a beautiful learning experience for both of us in trusting each other. And he's working on opening a second business right now. Oh, very good. So uh, let's, let's dive into this for a moment. You've said a couple of things that I really just kind of want to dive into. So when you say that Steve has stepped away, like, um, are we talking about like a sabbatical? Are we talking about like a little bit of a retreat? What are we talking about? Um, he's hands off with the business completely. So he, if I need help, I can reach out to him and ask him for help, but he's no longer involved with the day-to-day. He's no longer involved in the, the growing and expanding of the company, the running the teams, any of that, all of it goes through me. So essentially I'm acting as a business owner, um, but I'm not the business owner, which is beautiful training for me in general to expand, you know, on my own ventures. So, okay. is it, mm-hmm. uh, so when, when you're, when you're thinking of this now, and I'm going back to when you were sharing a little bit about your, your middle to, to older teenage years and your, um, I don't think that you said your passion, but your understanding of neurology and, and all that that goes along with it, it allowed you to become in leadership roles. If you're thinking of right now, the role that you're in and what you're doing, regardless of the title, does it go all the way? Like, can you point yourself all the way back to that point of researching all of that? Absolutely. Um, the, the purpose and the goal of it has changed. Um, I don't think necessarily changed, but has become more clear. Um, the initial purpose for me learning about people and what they do and why they do it was, um, stemmed honestly from childhood trauma I had Mm. experienced. And so it initially was because I wanted to be safe. And for me, safety was knowledge. So if I could understand, then I can navigate and keep myself safe. Well, what that's blossomed to over the last 20 plus years has been, this is now my gift. And my purpose in knowing how people work is to help them succeed and help them see that they can succeed on their own, Um, which is such a, that hit the heart. It's, It's that beautiful transformation from a very difficult and traumatic situation, turning it into a gift that gets to be given and everybody gets to experience. I love what you just said there. That was so poetic. Um, And yet I also wonder and think about, and I think you and I both know people that don't spend time to know A, who they are, B, let alone who maybe coworkers or employees are, what would be a nugget of wisdom that you could share at this moment that would just provide some wisdom to people and, and maybe kind of a, um, an opportunity for them to say, that's something that I need to do? Your success isn't dependent on you succeeding. It's dependent on your team or your tribe or the people around you succeeding. So the more your community succeeds, the more you're going to succeed. That was some over the last year has been this huge learning for me, you know, like starting my own business and growing this business. It was, I was so like, 
nose to the ground. I got to market. I have to do this to grow my business. I have to get my team to act a certain way. So that way I can be successful and my business can be successful. And after it's so funny, after reading a few books and going to um, getting trained in neurolinguistic programming, my perspective has shifted dramatically. Mm -hmm. Uh, My success is going to be dependent on the people around me helping me succeed. So instead of focusing on me succeeding, if I focus on helping them succeed, then there's no question. I can't do anything other than succeed at achieving my goal. For instance, um, one of the guys on my team here at the top hatter, he just, he has a passion for carpet cleaning. Like he knows it in and out. It's something he loves to do. Um, me personally, not interested at all. However, the top hatter used to clean carpet, but it was something also that Steve wasn't passionate about or interested in either. Well, now we have this, this crew member who has this passion. We have the equipment. So we take him off our schedule one day a week and he gets to run his own carpet business. We go 50, 50 with expenses and profit and his, his eyes just lit up and he is just so excited and passionate about not only having his business succeed, but having the top hatter succeed also because we're supporting. Love that. Love that. So let's, let's talk about Steve for a moment. So here you are, you're operating the business. The business owner is out hands off. Um, do you, as a person, um, do you say to the owner, regardless of the relationship with you have with him, do you say to the owner, I want to keep you involved? Or does he say, I only want to be involved as far as a, a need to know basis? Do you guys have meetings regularly just to kind of keep him in the loop? What does that look like? Um, so that's been, this is where understanding how people work helps. Um, not everybody's the greatest at communicating. And sometimes the communication doesn't come from him saying something specifically, like, I want to know this. Um, just like with us, you know, sometimes I can't say I'm insecure. I act out, right? Um, so in that, it's being able to step back, not take things personally, and understand what he's asking for, and understand what I'm asking for. Um, so focusing on getting the clarity, asking the questions. Um, we do talk regularly and um, share, like he expressed to me last week, like, I know I'm not in this and I know you come to me for help. And when you need help, that usually means there's a difficult situation happening, but I also want to know the good stuff. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to go in and come in on a Friday when the guys are having a beer together and celebrate with them and know what we're celebrating. And like, that was so huge for me because I hadn't realized that I was just sharing with him all the difficult situations I needed help with. Right. And so like in that, that was such a beautiful gift to be able to be like, yes, of course you want to celebrate your business and celebrate with your team, you know? So that allowed me the opportunity to expand my vision and focus on what I go to him with. And now it's not just, I need your help. Help me. It's, oh my God, Stacy just booked $140,000 worth of apartment jobs in two months. Whoa. You know? So there's, there is that celebration factor now and that's what it is. So 
being able to, if, if you experience a failure, don't look at it as a failure. Think of it as feedback. Take that information, adjust and move forward in a different way. Change what you're doing in regards to that feedback. That's all it is. That's great information. Um, and that's something that we talk quite a bit about on this podcast, um, because it's something that we know that we can talk over people. Uh, we may not be able to connect with people, but to understand who the person is in front of us as we're talking with them, as we're conversing, communicating, absolutely important. And you know, the thing is, is it, it's really not rocket science, right? If we're just intentional with learning how someone needs to hear or share something, then half the battle is already won, right? So let me ask you this then. So Jen, okay, so we've talked a little bit about um, what Steve is, what you and Steve talk about, but so you have employees and Steve's not around as the business owner, but they do they see you as the person in charge? And what yeah. happens, what is the dynamic when, when Steve does come back? How does that change? So it's really, I started laughing because Steve came to me a couple of weeks ago and I was like, all right, the team knows you're the boss. And I was okay. like, why did you say that? He's like, well, I texted Mike to have two guys wait for me to get to the shop. And Mike was like, Jen already told me that's already happening. Jen's the boss. And just, you know, and it has been a, a it's been a transition. There's been a transition period because I have a crew of 12 guys and they're used to being run by a guy. And it's a very man's man, you know, respect and, you know, let me, let me make sure I show you that I deserve respect type of atmosphere in, in this capacity. And so in comes Jen, who like, I mean, I'm a girly girl. I'm also very strong. I'm also very determined. Um, and I also require respect. I approach it from a different way, though, for me my respect is not, it's not asked for or required. I show you how to respect me by respecting you and holding boundaries and holding my team accountable is a form of respect. It allows them to know where they need to shift. It's that feedback, right? And being able to approach it like that. So I used to think accountability, holding people accountable, um, having those difficult conversations was like such a gross part of my job as a leader. Um, I hated it. I didn't. Yeah. And, and in that discomfort, it came off very harsh and very, you know, point blank. Don't mess with me. Um, and a lot, you know, as the years went on realizing that this is to help them not hurt them. So that communication, that accountability, and that feedback, if I can deliver that in a way where I'm coaching them and not belittling them or showing them how they're wrong and instead show them how they can grow, like that's helped me a ton. And so it's a transition for everybody, but um, he, Steve's been taking it. He was super proud that the team, the, all the guys saw me and had that respect for me as the boss. He was a little worried. Well, and his, his, uh, his worry is over. Right. Um, yeah. and so, you know what, I, there's a, there's a phrase that we use, um, not only here in our company, but for our clients and that's transfer of influence. 
And what I hear is that you and Steve had a conversation. You take that and regardless of your your challenges personally or your insecurities personally or even professionally for that matter, you were able to overcome it partly in part because you knew that that influence had been given to you. And second of all, you knew that there was an element of connecting with people that was going to be absolutely important for them to not only build a culture, but for them professionally to grow. So in all of that, um, what, what has been, so you've got a lot of success. What has been maybe one challenge um, that you have identified and maybe overcome um, and that maybe would be beneficial to our listeners? That, so support doesn't always come in the way you think it will. Hmm. And I say that because I, I, you know, I think the biggest asset to my success has been the support I've received from Steve. And sometimes that support looks like you got this, handle it, not let me walk you through it. And in that, that's allowed me to, um, really delve into my capabilities. So an example of that is, um, you know, we had, we have these big apartment complexes, right. That are coming up and we're pushing our guys, pushing our guys and, um, like asking him like, well, is this enough or are we charging enough or can we put this on the schedule? And his response being, you've been running this for like eight months. The only difference is I'm not there. You got this, you make the decision. And um, just really trusting in myself and knowing that he trusts in me sometimes more than I do is a huge, a huge asset. Very nice. I, and I like to hear that because a lot of times um, as leaders, uh, business owners, people that are in a managerial position, we tend to hear a lot of the negative um, and recognize that support should look like a certain way, right? Coming down and, and maybe even going back up the chain, right? Um, and so to hear that, um, and that's kind of actually cool um, to hear you say that it was in it was influenced into you saying that you've got this, just do it. There's a certain level of confidence that he already had. And basically by saying those words, he's like, it's not a, it's not a, a, a cop-out or an escape for him. It's yeah. you're the person for the job and you're in that seat when I shouldn't be, or don't want to be right. Yeah. And then, and then you get the respect from the rest of the team for that. And that's the beautiful thing about a relationship because we all know that trust is foundational for any relationship, right? And that confidence to grow into that, um, there's gotta be patience that's exercised. And well, there's so much more. We could do another podcast on that one, Jen. Um, I could go on forever. I love how you said like to grow into that trusting relationship. Hmm. Like it's, it's, a, it's a, a skill, like trusting is a skill and that's something to be honed and learned and developed over time. Um, and to grow from whatever bumps come in the road. Very good. Very good. Well, let's start to kind of wind this up a little bit. What would be one or two books that have been influential to you? Um, so 
the two that have really transitioned my, my outlook on being a leader the most are um, the go-giver. And I don't know, the, I know the titles, I don't know the, the authors, but the go-giver and big potential. Um, the go-giver is more of a storyline um, talking about how, you know, it's a, uh, if you want to succeed, then give, 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 and then that's going to allow you to succeed, right? Um, mm-hmm. that, that giver's gain mentality. Sure. Um, the other book, Big Potential, is more focused on the quantum physics of that same mentality, um, the like embodying a specific energy is what's going to allow you to attract that same energy to you. So okay. if you want, you know, and, it, and again, it goes into more of like the quantum physics, which makes my brain happy uh, <laughs> of the mechanics of it, the structure of it. So the law of attraction, but science <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, there you have it. I, I'm sure that the listeners will certainly rewind that section of it to to hear what you've had to say, because um, you have exemplified influence here on this podcast. And for that, I want to thank you. Um, You know, we hear maybe the same things, uh, the same vein of how to run a business or leadership or whatever, but uh, you put it in a different perspective today. And for that, I thank you. And I appreciate that. Um, So I want people to maybe get a hold of you. How do they do that? Where can we find you? So um, the top hatter, so the top hatter itself is on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, all of those fun things. Just search up the top hatter. Um, me personally, Jennifer Morales on Facebook. Feel free to reach out at any time, or you can give us a call here at the top hatter. I'm here all the time. <laughs> okay. And just real quick for our audience, uh, top is spelled T-O with two P's? No, it's a... P-H-E, top, T-O-P, Hatter, H-A-T-T-E-R. All right. I appreciate it, Jen. And thank you so much for being on this podcast. Is there anything else that you want to share in closing? Um, no, thank you for this opportunity and in, in sharing myself and our business and, um, and the experience I have running it with my partner. And um, yeah, it, that when you're looking at something and you're feeling like it's impossible or like you can't succeed or like there's something going wrong, just take a step back and try to shift perspective because there's always a way. And most often it has nothing to do with changing anything on the outside. It's about shifting your perspective so you can see things a little differently. Very nicely said. Very nicely said. Thank you so much, Jen. Pleasure to have you on this podcast. Um, and we will have her on again, folks. I We already had that conversation. I knew this was going to be good. Um, so Jen, thank you very much. And for our listeners, um, thank you for listening to Epic Elite Professionals and Coaching brought to you by With Purpose. Um, have a great day. And as what we like to say here at With Purpose, live with purpose. Thank you for listening to the Elite Professionals in Coaching podcast. If you want to stay in the forefront with business strategies and ideas, leadership conversations, tips, and empowerment, be sure to like and subscribe to this podcast and then share with your friends and fellow business owners. For more information about With Purpose and their services, visit www.withpurposellc.com.